Hello and welcome back to From the Panther Pit. Editor-in-Chief Riley Stapleton here with staff writer Ty Odom. And uh, another episode on the, of the podcast as the school year's winding down, but uh, spring sports are still going on. And so we uh, can jump right into it. I know you were at baseball yesterday. You want to tell me how the team's yes, doing? That's correct. So right now they're in a, uh, an ongoing series against Whitewater. They have split the series so far one-to-one. Um, last night they uh, mercy rule Whitewater 13 and nothing in five innings. Um, which gave them a 15-2 and region record and resulted in them being the region champs with only one game left in the regular season, which is tonight against Whitewater at home. Um, and so I have an interview with uh, sophomore Thad Ector that we're going to plug in here. Yeah, we just played with a chip on our shoulder. Uh-huh. We were doing it for something bigger bigger than ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, our teammate, he had like a situation, and we just did it for him. We just got to be there and show him some love, but... Okay, this, this is a good one for us. All right, so now that you guys are our region champions again and you are um, first seed in the playoffs, what do you think that means going into the playoffs? It just gives us, it just gives us more life and more momentum to just we can we can really make a serious run with the team we have. All right, and so um, what do you think? Um, uh, how much of an impact do you think um, having home field advantage? Oh, that's uh, we got the crowd on our side, so and we always bring a good crowd during the playoffs, so it's gonna be special. Okay, and so, you know, base, this young baseball team has done has done a lot more than what they've been expected to do this season. Um, they weren't even predicted to be uh, even a, a second or third seed in the uh, playoffs, but their first seed, they have home field advantage for quite um, for uh, quite a long time now. So you should come out to the games, come out to the games because they'll be because they'll be most most of them will be at home and you know. This team has hasn't missed a beat since last year. You know, only f- fifteen and two is a pretty respectable record, if I do say so. And their overall so, is twenty five and four. Yeah, correct. When they front loaded their schedule, which means like they faced the difficult teams first and, and still pulled out wins in most of those wins. games. And yeah, and I know it. the first game against Whitewater, we lose nine one. Mm-hmm. And then we bounce back with a 13 0 win. Uh, definitely. There were some external reasons for that. But yeah, <laughs> um, yeah they, came, they came back, bounced back with a win, came back in full force the next yeah. day. And I believe we'll have a story for was it every game of the series. We're going to have a story for game. We have a story after game one by Ben Barkley. And then for uh, I'll have a story for games two and three by Saturday. Okay. Yeah. So make sure you're uh, checking the problem news.org. Uh, to read all those stories. If you want to see what went wrong in the first game, Ben has that story. Games two and three, Ty's got you there. But, um, yeah, baseball clinched the region championship. I believe one is us, two McIntosh, three mm-hmm. Whitewater, four Fayette County. So all FCBOE teams. Um, That's correct. Congrats to the baseball team. All right, so now we're going on to uh, girls soccer. So they are currently five and one in the region, but they um, did suffer um, a tough loss against St. Pius, three nothing. Um, and with only two games left in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't lose any of those, yeah, either no. of those two. And then speaking of um, something that has been completely the opposite is that the boys, eight seniors, number one in the region, they've been on a quite the win streak, and they've been winning close games and then shutting out teams like it's nothing. They um, they shut out St. Pius 3 nothing. And they also have only two games left 
with um, five straight shutout wins, and they are ranked number two in the state. Mm -hmm. So that means there's only one team better. Yeah. And we're probably still better than them. <laughs> um, yeah, boys, uh, very, you know, old team, eight seniors, number one mm -hmm. in the region, we're on fire. Girls, only two seniors. They're not They're not doing bad. They're number two in the region. But, you know, it seems like when these two teams are going up against, you know, very good programs, the boys are winning and the girls are losing. Mm -hmm. And um, so it's just a tale of opposites. But, I mean, I would say both have still been successful this year. And um, I think both are capable of making a yes, run um, once the postseason comes around. But um, I'll let you take over for Lex now. Yeah, just two soccer games left for both teams. But mm -hmm. I guess we can move on over into lacrosse. Um, which is kind of a story of two opposites as well, but, you know, reverse boys and girls. The girls are 11-3, 6-0 in the area. They just beat Lambert not too long ago, 14-3, and then last night beat Harrison 18-8, and they only have four games left. And I know that they, um, they've suffered some close losses this year against good, good teams, but um, they've learned from them. You know, they lost to Johns Creek in triple overtime. Um, but then, um, I mean, they've – you know, beat some teams that have beat the number one team in the state in Blessed Trinity. Mm -hmm. I think there's just, you know, the top five or six teams in the state are all really close, and we're definitely in that mix. But, um, you know, we went over into South Carolina and uh, played the number one team over there and, uh, you know, narrowly lost that game. And we played, like, the number two team, you know, the runner-up in there and beat them pretty good. So the girls have definitely been dominant this year, as expected. You know, they were in the state championship last year. But – um yeah, four games left. Make sure you go check them out. They're doing very, very well. Now, the boys, they're a team that in past years, their regular season records, you know, 17-2, and 18-1, and 17-3, and three, you know, they've just been, you know, around there. This year they're 8-5, and 1-1 one and one in the area. And um, recently they lost to Woodward, and I did a story on that that you can check at theproudlynews.org. Um, they lost to Woodward 13-10, you know, got a little scrappy mm -hmm. at the end. Woodward went over and rang our bell, which – disrespectful, but, you know, mm -hmm. they beat us. Um, and then we turned around last night and beat Harrison 14-9. to um, And that's where we said the boys only have three games left. But, um, like I said, they normally have those dominant schedules, but this year Coach Schmitty really um, put an emphasis on um, just, just a, you know, toughening up the schedule, mm -hmm. making sure these guys are ready for the postseason. And um, – you know, their record isn't pretty, but when I watched them against Woodward, there were some stretches where when they really lock in and play as a team, I was impressed. It just seemed like the communication was lacking sometimes. A couple guys wanted to play hero ball, and ultimately we couldn't make the comeback. But um, I think it's definitely a good-looking lacrosse team. And they both can um, play McIntosh next week, April 25th, girls at 6, boys at 8. And if it's Battle of the Bubble and you're in the Stars Mill community, you got to go see that. Mm -hmm. uh, I definitely think these lacrosse games will be pretty good. All right now we're moving on to track. So um, both um, the girls and boys track team recently com um, competed in the McEachin um, Invitational, and we had some pretty good um, some pretty good times come from those meets. Um, for the girls, one hundred meter dash, Sydney Blair finished sixth in the uh, Sydney Blair uh, finished, um, and then she also finished sixth in the uh, two hundred meter. And the uh, girls four hundred, Tara Davis finished third, and Bree St. Julian finished fourth. Girls sixteen hundred. Um, Zimmy Steger finished fifth, and then in the 300-meter hurdle, Leah Dubin finished third, and overall they were fourth. So, you know, this um, the girls' track team is led by a very strong group of seniors, um, mm -hmm. and they obviously have a lot of young girls that are coming up through the system that yeah. have, have been developing. And so 
I think every girl there was a senior except for Sydney Blair is a freshman. Correct. So there's definitely a good mix. Mm-hmm. And so for the on the boys' side, on the 400 meter, Mitchell Harris finished second. He set a new school record, beating his own record to get that school record. And then boys 800 and the boys 800 two juniors, uh, Thomas Hindy and Seth Miller finished sixth and seventh. And then the 1600 senior Nick Nyman finished third. And then the 3200. Ty Dubin, he finished second, and overall the boys got third. So, you know, both team, both um, both sides getting those strong, getting strong placements, strong wins. Um, so, you know, they're always right up there with the good teams. They're always um, a threat at any invitational or any meet that they go to, and they will be um, they'll be having their region meet on Wednesday, April twenty fourth. So, if you're in town, Darren, we should be um, come out to those games. Yeah, um, I know. I think that yeah. for boys and girls, there's a sense of confidence for mm-hmm. that meet and uh, winning the region. Um, but yeah, I guess we move on to tennis. One of the recent meet recent meets, boys lost uh, three to two, and uh, girls came away victorious. Yes, and going on to golf, which we have something interesting that happened. Um, former prowler, uh, former prowler member uh, Liza Eubanks, WSBT Athlete of the Week. So she was actually featured on TV um, maybe uh, a few days ago, and she, um, I think, was their, actually their final athlete of the week. So that's kind of cool to see, uh, to see someone from Stars Mill get recognized in the local news like that. Um, you don't really see a lot of uh, Southside athletes get those kind of recognitions. Mm-hmm. So that would be kind of cool to see. And so... <clears throat> yeah, that's kind of the, the rundown we have of everything. And um, but I would say some of the biggest things are now things I'd be paying close attention to. Mm-hmm. Um, baseball's looking really good, but really these soccer and lacrosse teams are really interesting to me. Oh yeah, these and, are... um, I think the girls' team is. I think they're better than they may look on paper, but I mean it's just hard to tell when they step up against those good teams like St. Pius, and you know, like you know, lose three zero. So I think they definitely need to get some more things clicking, but um. We actually forgot to mention earlier, we have an interview with Coach Bowen following the St. Pius game that we'll let you listen to now. No, we just, uh, I thought we passed the ball fairly well in the back and moving into midfield, but we just didn't ever push numbers up to keep supporting it. Um, and St. Pius is a really good team. I mean, they're one of the top teams in the state, and they work the ball really well, and they work as a team very quickly moving forward and coming back, and so it was very much of an adjustment. Um, but our legs are just real heavy. Everybody's played you know, six, seven games in the last 10 days. So, you know, at some point that's going to show up and it showed up tonight. So we had a couple on the bench that were injured with cramps and everything and had been playing all weekend. And there's just not a lot you can do when your legs aren't working. And so what are you going to take from this game going into postseason? I thought we did. We're look getting better with figuring out how to work the ball and what, what's important and what's not. They punished us every time we made a silly mistake. And so it's just kind of common sense. And hopefully we learn from that and get a little bit better and get cleaner in what we do. But, yeah, they – um I mean, five and one in the region. I don't think that's anything you can complain about. Um, but with two games left, like we mentioned earlier, must win in both of those. And then, kind of in a similar situation, boys lacrosse. You know, they play a good team in Woodward, lose thirteen mm-hmm. to ten. And actually, following that game, I want to go back to the interview I had with Dylan because there were some things he said that I liked. So we'll let you listen to that now. Uh, overall, we just didn't play a complete game. We just kind of played. We played a little bit more in the third third quarter, a little bit more in the fourth. But the first and second quarter, we just we, we just weren't in it. We weren't really trying our hardest. We're playing our best. So, um, 
kind of on the more positive side of things, Garrett, as usual, was great on faceoffs. And what does it add to the offense and the team as a whole whenever you can control the ball like that after a faceoff? When Garrett gets it on the faceoff, it really helps us because the best the best defense is on offense that has the ball. You know, when the offense has the ball, they have no chance of scoring, and it just helps us keep it keep it going in our way. And our biggest mistake on offense is just making dumb turnovers. And Garrett helps it by getting us the ball right away, but we just need to control the ball more on offense and have better possessions. And obviously you like to win, but sometimes you learn the most from losses. What did you learn tonight? Learn we gotta play a complete game. We gotta come out faster, stronger. We gotta come out more into it. We just we just came out slow. We just weren't into it. And um, you know, he was kind of open after the game just about, you know, there were stretches where they didn't play good lacrosse. They mm-hmm. just played poorly. And um, you know, they can't keep doing that if they want to win in the playoffs, which winning in the playoffs is something that this team struggles with already. Um but those two teams are kind of teams that I see as maybe don't look, you know, too great on paper. Mm-hmm. But maybe once we get into this postseason, they can get some momentum, you know, watch out. Watch out. These teams um, are, first of all, they're going to come in underestimated by a lot of their opponents. Mm-hmm. And it, um, they'll definitely catch a lot of opponents off guard and by surprise in this in their playoff series, which is all which is always good for us, beneficial mm-hmm. for us. We, um, we tend to use that to our advantage pretty well. As you can see, like with baseball, which um, they were predicted um, to be a lower seed, but they have a lot. They're a lot for the first seed. Mm-hmm. So you know, just be on the watch out for these teams, especially with playoffs coming up. You have so so many events to go to with lacrosse, soccer, baseball, track, golf. You just go out support your support mm-hmm. your Panthers. Yeah, but this uh, boys lacrosse team definitely a dark horse. There's just stretches against Woodward where mm-hmm. you know they finally started communicating, moving the ball. Everyone was cutting, and it was, it was beautiful, and they were scoring easily. And then every time they got close, there was a couple guys who wanted to be that guy that let yeah. them there start playing hero ball. But as long as we play the team, um, I mean, there's a lot of guys on the team that can hurt you. But um, I mean, we gave you so many options. Come support your Panthers, you know. Yes. Um, Baseball playoffs will be coming up, and like Ty mentioned, we're going to be home for a little while being a one seed. Mm-hmm. Make sure you come out and catch you know, a couple of those games from those series. Hopefully we can make a deep run. Um, boys soccer should be you know, hosting at least one playoff game. Mm-hmm. Um, girls lacrosse will probably be hosting 6-0 and in the region. Boys lacrosse, I think it's still up in the air mm-hmm. depending on how their couple games left go. Um, come see the track region meet, and then, uh, yeah, tennis and golf go support. Mm-hmm. But, um. I think that's all we have yes. for today. And so remember, guys, um, stay tuned. Um, make sure you check out our website at thepowernews.org. Uh, obviously, we're all constantly updating those with uh, sports stories for y'all. Check our social medias on Twitter, Facebook. We're always updating those, always um, letting you know when we have new stories out, um, things like that, keeping you up to date with all the latest sports news and coverage. So be sure to check out our website, social media, and I think that's all we have. Yep. All right. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time.